0: You are here for a reason. Yes, indeed, you are here for a reason. Welcome to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff. So glad you could be here with us for those of you who are here live. God bless each and every one of you. Let me just open in prayer. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks. First and foremost, for salvation. For being a God who did not leave us abandoned. Father, you sent your son to die on the cross for our sins, and Jesus stole the gate, the keys to the gates of hell. Didn't steal them, he took them. Because he owns all. He is the creator. It was his word that spoke creation into existence. There is none higher than the God that we serve, and the Jesus of Nazareth who died on the cross. And Father, not only did you do that, but you left us with your word and with your Holy Spirit to interpret the word and to do your holy manifestations here on earth through your sons and daughters by your power and by your will. So Father God, as we read the word of God this morning, I pray that you deliver a message for each person personalized by your power to each person, that each person will have a takeaway and be able to live out the life that you intended for each one of us. So, Father, I do give the Holy Spirit permission to speak through me to glorify Jesus Christ. And Lord, if anything comes of the flesh that comes out, Lord, I pray it falls off of the ears of those who are listening. So Lord, with the power in your word and with the authority that you've given me to read your word, Father, I pray that lives are changed even today. Lord, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What an honor it is to be able to pray to the Lord and to know that God, the creator, is listening. And not only listening, he's anxious, and it brings him joy to hear our prayers. And it brings him joy when we pray in his will, and he can answer it for you. And he does answer. He answers every single prayer. Sometimes the answer isn't what we want, but he does answer every single prayer. Hallelujah. So this morning, I have a song that I'd like to play. It's the second submission from Bernadette Goodson. And if you'll remember her, she does the uh, interpretations and uh, worship for the deaf. which I think. And by the way, we do have hearing impaired people that listen to this. And as I've had numerous uh, requests to turn on s- subtitles, and I have, hopefully they work. But, uh, so this is beautiful for everyone, but I think it's just really special what she does for the deaf. So without further ado, let's listen to what Bernadette has to say. My name is Bernadette Goodson. I'm from Alabama. I'm an interpreter for the deaf, and we're going to share
1: with you worship and Mm -hmm. pray to God.
0: Holy Spirit, rain, rain down on me. You know, I get that feeling every time I read the Word. Well, not every time, but most times. I literally feel like a rain coming down upon me. And it is a joyous thing. But you know, the Bible says that in the last days... There's going to be a pouring out of the Spirit. And when we look at the book of Acts, we saw the Spirit come down upon man, and the tongues of fire were the visual representation of the Holy Spirit being upon these men. And of course, then they spoke in all different languages. They can only be done by the Holy Spirit. But that was when the Holy Spirit came in to the world as the comforter. In the last days, it says there will be a pouring out of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. But when I read the Word of God, I think, well, where is the Holy Spirit? Is he just kind of hovering around like he was in creation? Going to and fro throughout the air? No, I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's not what I've read in the Bible. The, Bi- the Holy Spirit is in you. It's in me. So if there's going to be a pouring out, Of the Holy Spirit. It's going to come from within us. I want you to hold that as a backdrop as I read this chapter again. And by the way, we will finish Ephesians 1 today. (laughs) That's a right on radio guarantee. (laughs) You know, originally I had planned to do, you know, like we did before, one chapter a week, but the plans of man are foolish sometimes, and uh, God orchestrates this. I pray every time that he would, and he has been faithful to do so. Just a, a couple quick announcements before we get into the Word of God. Uh, obviously, it's going to be Christmas next Sunday, and because the Singapore Poor team that leads the Saturday Prayers is out in singapore that they're you know a day advanced essentially 12 hours ahead of us um there will be no singapore prayer celebration next saturday night or the following saturday which is new year's eve and you know i just pray that that angie and beulah will have some rest and have some time to enjoy family and friends and although we probably don't celebrate this day as the rest of the world does, we still celebrate and we can celebrate every day. That's the freedom that God has given us. And as for next Sunday, which is Christmas morning, I want to pose a question to everyone who hears this and, uh, And I appreciate the fact that you guys have all been commenting. It really does help, the channel. And I read every single one of them. But uh, are you spending Christmas alone this year? I know there's some of you who are. And just, if you could, put it in the comment. Not in the chat, because I don't go back to the chat after the broadcasts. uh, But I do look at the comments. And if you're going to be spending the Christmas alone, I want to know. So I want to pray for you and, you know, perhaps, I, I don't know what the next Sunday is going to look like in my household at this point in time. Uh, however, there's a possibility I will uh, be on here with you, particularly for those of you who are alone. I know it would be a very low attended show. and That's okay. That's not what I do it for. But let let me know in the comments and, uh, and I'll make a decision and make an announcement earlier in the week. Uh, Singapore should, uh, can, I believe is going to continue on the Wednesdays. However, at 7 30 PM Eastern standard time on our telegram channels for the next couple weeks. So, um, shadows mum or Laura, if you could correct me if I'm wrong there, but, uh, I'm just making an assumption there so there's a lot of good stuff that's uh, in this chapter and we've taken some time. I'm going to do a little bit of an overview and then it really ends with a prayer. So I'm going to read the entire chapter to you and then we're going to just pick out a couple nuggets and, and finalize this, uh, this reading of it. And I can't wait to get into the rest (laughs) of this book. Ephesians is so rich. It really is. It's, uh, I, I almost want to call it Roman's light. <laughs> because Roman's is one of the most powerful books in the Bible, uh, in my opinion. However, uh, Ephesians certainly is not lacking. Ah, Father, bless the reading of your word. Paul, an apostle of Christ, by the will of God to the saints at Ephesus who are faithful in Jesus Christ, grace and peace from our God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him, Before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, with which He favored us in the beloved. In Him, We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our wrongdoings according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he set forth in him regarding his plan of the fullness of the times, to bring all things together in Christ, things in the heavens and things on the earth. In him we have also obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things in accordance with the plan of his will. To the end that we who were the first to hope in the Christ, would be to the praise of his glory. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of the promise, who is the first installment of our inheritance in regard to the redemption. Of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. For this reason, too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you and your love for all the saints, I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of the glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the boundless greatness of his power towards us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also. In the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and made him head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you could literally just stop there. Word of God speaks for itself and the Holy Spirit of inside of you has just picked up more even if you've read this multiple times. There's something there's a depth in his word that penetrates every single time. And no matter how many times we read some of these famous passages, sometimes we're just reminded of something that was stood out to us when we heard a sermon or something. It's really deep. And I'll tell you today, As I'm recording this, there's some things that really stand out to me that perhaps we didn't even cover in the two or three weeks that uh, we've spent doing this, or is it four weeks? So although this is written to the church at Ephesus, I want to tell you, that this was written for you personally. You probably have never been to Ephesus. It doesn't matter. Paul wrote it, guided by the Holy Spirit, of course, who penned the letter. And he wrote it to the church at Ephesus. Ephesus but the Holy Spirit having forechosen you before the foundations of the earth wrote this letter to you. Isn't God good? So last time we talked about the blessings and we went through the blessings of from the thought fa- that are from the Father, and the blessings that are from the Son, and the blessings that are by the Holy Spirit, and it's not a comprehensive list because there's more, there's far more to this. But let's just examine this and. And the end of it, and end of this, which is really the study for today is a prayer for you because this epistle was written for you. So I'm going to say the prayer one more time, but with emphasis for you, but halfway through the prayer, Paul turns it into a bit of a sermon. Uh, That's just Paul. (laughs) And, He can't help but just lift up and praise God and talk about the glory of the Father. But if you look at an overwhelming part of this book, all the blessings, all the inheritance of the kingdom of God, everything is about Jesus. in verse 4 it says he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we would be holy and blameless before him brothers and sisters you're probably going to sin later today you might even sin again tomorrow but yet the father will never see your sin. He will only see you as in Jesus Christ. Now, this is not, uh, some people might think, you know, grace is enough. And I think there's a bit of a dangerous theology. Uh, his grace is enough, certainly, but it's not permission to go out and be wretched. Just, you know, I'm a simple person. I simply pray every day that I'll sin less every day. It's a gradual, <laughs> it's a gradual process. But as we get more in him and we start to understand the blessings of You know, this morning when I was praying before the show in my preparation, I was reminded of when I was just a a baby Christian in the first couple of years. I was uh, zealous for his word. I was listening. I I got the uh, New Testament on CD, and I was listening to it, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours a day uh, when I wasn't reading the word of God. And I was just pouring into this and searching out the things of God. And, you know, at that time, you know, being a babe in Christ, the Lord really had me walking in such a supernatural way. And those who were with me, there was a couple friends that came to Christ right with me and we all got baptized together and we experienced so many miracles and things like that. And we were just walking supernaturally because it was so fresh. The world did not matter anymore. And, you know, I tell me if you can relate to this, but, you know, what, what happens, you know, after being a baby in Christ, you become, uh, a child and then you become a teenager. And, uh, as a teenager in Christ, I rebelled just like I did before I knew Christ. I went into those rebellious years and it wasn't that I gave up on faith or anything like that, but I started to slide back into the world. You know, I, uh, I kind of got tired of not having friends. (laughs) All my worldly friends had basically abandoned me. You know, there was a couple that stuck around that, uh, you know, would be give pleasantries, but they really didn't want to hang around with me. Of course not. All I would do was talk about Christ and, uh, that wasn't the conversation they wanted to have. And, you know, so I, uh, Started going back to some worldly ways. And I started to build some relationships again. And I started to gradually fall deeper into sin again. And where did that lead me? It led me to a place where I wouldn't even pick up the Bible for a couple of years because I knew if i read it i would be convicted it's a lonely walk in many ways so we need to be so thankful for one another in this community and those that god has put in your real in your <laughs> real life you know the one in the flesh uh, this is kind of a digital age that we're living in here And we will be getting the other in person, I promise you. I can't wait to hug each one of you. But God is doing something really special in this community. And that's why, you know, for instance, in our chat channel, I, I really don't like it when people argue about which prophet is real, what isn't. God's the only judge. Look, there's some people I think are clearly false prophets. And there's some of you who are going to disagree with me. So, it's, And that's okay. That's okay. We all have our walk. And God lets us go through things. Because we learn through experience nobody likes to be told all right a couple of things that stood out to me in this you know we covered the adoption prior uh, and to be adopted into his family means you get full rights you have become a royal priesthood to this earth. You have full rights and full authority if you will walk in it. That's your choice. If you will walk in it. Many of us choose not to walk in the full authority given to us. And I'm not one into, predict, into predictions or anything like that, but I sense strongly that this is going to change. There's going to be a real pouring out of his spirit and for the pouring out of his spirit from us there needs to be an infilling so Holy Spirit rain down on me how do we become filled to capacity by the Holy Spirit It's actually quite simple. God did not make this complicated, folks. When we learned during the New Goggles studies to become a disciple of Christ, or a disciple in the way, it's not about adding all this knowledge and memorizing Scripture. Those are good things, but that's not how you get filled with the Holy Spirit. To become a disciple in the way, it's actually the removal of things from your life. It's an emptying of yourself. When you empty those things of yourself, those things of the world, and you place them on God's altar. First of all, they're going to get burned up. And that's good. It's taking out the trash, folks. Take out the trash, put it on his altar, and it'll be burned up. And when you take that out of you, it makes room for the Spirit to come in in a greater capacity. It's that simple. it's that simple in the uh, in the chat who who here agrees with that and uh, who wants more of the Holy Spirit Also being adopted into the kingdom, not only comes with his authority to walk as kings and priests on this earth. And and Can you actually just believe that for a second? That you are an anointed king and priest as part of Jesus Christ's body? Because all the things are contained in Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm seeing some amens. Agree with that. Thank you. Can you actually believe for a moment? Can you walk down the street knowing that when someone's walking the other way, just being in your shadow as they walk past you, they're going to feel something supernatural. Can you believe that power of God in you? Not your power, his power. Are you willing to believe that? Because we're commanded to have faith. And it takes faith to believe that. So also as being part of his kingdom and being bought bought with a price, because when there's an adoption, there's a price. You were bought with the price. The price was Jesus Christ laying his life on the cross for you. But twice in this chapter, it talks about the inheritance. So what do you inherit? Well, of course, eternal life. The power on this earth to walk in his authority. But last night on Singapore, we were talking about heavenly bank accounts. We are talking about God's provision in your life. God owns all the riches. Yes, it seems that the devil has all the money in the world, but God owns it. God owns it all. You might be technically poor or lower middle class or middle class and struggling. You're richer than the richest families on earth. And you have everything that you need. You already have it. You have access to the inheritance. And if God puts something on your heart to go do it, God will pay for what he orders. Every time. Every time. Just make sure he, he ordered it. Know that you know. Go through the process. Well, I uh, didn't expect this one to go this way. Praise God. So I will start in verse 15. Actually, I'll start in uh, 13, and then we'll uh, get into this. So. In him, you also, having listened to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, also having believed faith, you were sealed in him. If God puts a seal on something, if you walk into a door and God seals it shut, is there getting out of that room? No only by his hand. You were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of the promise. And of course, we covered the mystery, the great mystery of God that it wasn't actually just for the Jew, but for the Gentile alike. And now it isn't Jew versus Gentile. And by the way, Jews and Gentiles in the day when this was written, hated each other. But now, it's not Jew against Gentile. It's believer and unbeliever. They're the only two camps. And the unbelievers hate you. The world will hate you. And it isn't because of you because you're a nice person. The world hates you because of him in you. You know, in the days coming up, your mother and father may betray you. Your sister or brother may betray you. Some of us, will be forced to die for Christ and will probably be betrayed by a Judas that is close to us. Thank the Lord. Not that we want to. We want to be here and bring as many people into the kingdom as possible. However, if you were chosen for that fate. God will give you the strength. I believe that you will feel no pain. And it's on that very day that all things will be revealed and you'll be standing in front of the Lord Christ himself. So we do not have to fear. We have nothing to fear. If the sting of death has been taken away from us, What else is there? Praise the Lord. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. And this is what. I pray over you today that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the boundless greatness of his power towards us the right on radio community who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, not yours, which he brought about in Christ when he, the father raised him from the dead, and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but the one that is to come. And he put all things, not some things, hear this. He put all things in subjection under his feet and made him head over all things to the church, which is. His body, the fullness of Him, hear this, who fills all and all. Do you want your inheritance? Do you want the fullness of Him who fills? all and all, then in the power of Jesus' name, hand over the ownership to your life, to him, Empty those things that are inside of you that are not of him. And I know there's things that we don't want to give up. I still have those. I confess to you, I still have them. But I have less of them than I did a week ago. And less of them than two weeks ago. I implore you to put those things on the altar and let Jesus, Holy Spirit, come and fill you with the promise, which is the down payment of your inheritance. Did you catch that in this chapter? The Holy Spirit is just the first part of the down payment of your inheritance. The Holy Spirit is God himself. And that's just the down payment. How much more does God have for us? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that was chapter 1 and uh chapter 2 is possibly even better. Again, rem- remember to uh to write in the comments if uh if you're going to be alone on Christmas. Please let me know will uh yeah just just let me know or or you know what if you don't want to put that in comments because it's public and um send me an email to write on jeff at gmail.com if you're going to be alone at christmas i want to at least be able to pray for you and or pray with you um I don't normally do this on a Sunday show, but because of the timing, I'm going to ask that you pay attention to this for just a moment. You know, right now, we're talking about inheritance. We know that inflation has been terrible. You know, every family has thousands and thousands of dollars less than you did a year ago. And, you know, God gave me something special a little bit over a year ago. And that is my liberty stand. You know, I believe that's actually part of my inheritance. And it's one of the reasons that I'm able to keep doing this Because yes, I am making money from it. And so are many people. And, you know, products are great. Prices are great. Everything about it is good. But could you use an extra 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month? A couple hundred bucks? A couple thousand a month? I'm saying this now and I know it's right before Christmas and people are busy and people are tied up. But one thing is it supports the show and you get something for it. But the other thing is there is going to be some really big announcements in the first week of January. And you don't want to miss it. But the only way to be involved is to be involved prior. Can you come in after? Of course you can. But you really want to be there for the first week of January. And that means getting some stuff done right now. So if you haven't gone to MyLibertyStand.com, and this is particularly for North America, go to MyLibertyStand.com right now. Myself or someone else, or maybe someone else and me, a lot of times I'll jump on the call, uh, we'll talk with you. It's about 15 to 30 minutes, depending on how much you want to talk. Our presentation is just 15 minutes. But do it now and be involved because I honestly believe this could be part of your inheritance. We actually are creating our own economy in this community. And it's brilliant. I thank the Lord for it. And uh, the products have changed my life. I'll even say that. So go to my Liberty stand. Dot com thanks to everyone for being here uh, may God richly bless you oh yes Cecilia you do need to do that you got started never completed let's let's get it done today. in fact if someone even just if someone wants to do it as soon as I'm done this broadcast if you send me an email, And you haven't done done it yet. If you send me an email right after this broadcast, I'm going to read look at the email, and we'll set up a call. I will call you personally. I can only do like one (laughs) or two. I have a busy day today, but uh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Misty River, Misty River, always here. Um, Wow, I just so thankful for you, as always. So, uh that's it for today. Um I will be back this uh this week. Don't know about Sunday or the following Sunday. Um however, we'll just play it by ear and I will make announcements in advance. So, God bless each and every one of you. Uh, may he richly fill your life with his spirit and realize who you are in Christ. And in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.